the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. We're not, as some would have us believe, doomed to an inevitable decline. I do not believe in a fate that will fall on us no matter what we do. I do believe in a fate that will fall on us if we do nothing. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses, or stars of David. They add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is Always Right on AM 1420. The answer is your host, Bob France. Seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock, and we are underway on Always Right, AM 1420, The Answer. Good Monday to you. It is the 14th morning of the second month of the year of our Lord, 2022. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Hopefully you have done something special for your suite uh, on this day. And if you haven't, well, you've got a few hours left. you got a few hours left to get to Discount Drug Mart before the workday ends, and she comes home and you got nothing. You got no flowers, you got no candies, you got no card, you got no champagne or wine or anything else to make it special. So you still got one shot at it. Uh, maybe get out on your lunch break today and take care of her. Isn't it funny, by the way, how we always stereotype that? I'm not saying the same thing about the ladies. I'm not saying, yeah, you better get out there and get something for your husband or your boyfriend. By the time the workday ends, they're going to expect something special if you don't already have flowers being delivered to work or whatever, because, you know, guys love getting flowers. Got to love when the foreman comes down onto the line, the assembly line, and says, Hey, Carl, you got a delivery up here. You got posies. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, seriously. Uh, and you know what? In the spirit of being silly as I start this very serious broadcast, I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound a little bit weird, but uh, 
Uh, you are my Valentine. I appreciate you very much. I do. I love my listeners. I love my regulars in particular. Uh, if you are a listener every day for two hours a day and hopefully very, 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 very soon to our third hour of the broadcast, I really appreciate it. I mean that if you're a casual listener and you only come in once in a while, I appreciate that too. Very seriously. Uh, I do. I, you know, I always compare uh, hosting a radio show to a bar. I've always done this. A bar owner cannot survive with casual customers stopping in for a beer once every two months a bar owner survives with his regulars the ones who come all the time the ones who uh, make that their go-to place when they want to get away from home want to get out of the house get away from the job all of the stresses etc it's the regulars that keep a bar you know owner uh successful and it's the regulars the regular listeners and the regular callers that make a radio show successful as well so i want to say thank you very much on this valentine's day you do you mean a lot to me all right, sappiness aside now, we got an important show today. Coming up at 9.35, about a half an hour, a little less. Jim Jordan will join us, as he always does. Jordan is fighting mad, and he is ready to go. Now that he knows, and now that we all know, that the Durham investigation has proven a few very important things that we already knew. That's why he's so mad, and I am, and so many others. That the Clinton campaign, not only did they use illegal sources, foreign sources, to get a phony dossier, to get the FISA court to issue a warrant to spy on a presidential campaign. We've already known this, and we already knew that that led to an impeachment, a phony impeachment, perhaps the biggest scandal in American presidential history. All right? We knew that already, but now we know that it was more than just spying on a presidential campaign. Now the Durham report, or the Durham investigation, is releasing evidence and information that proves they actually infiltrated Trump Tower and infiltrated the White House to spy not just on a presidential campaign, but to spy on a sitting United States president. It's extraordinary. It is absolutely extraordinary. This new report definitively shows that Hillary Clinton paid operatives tech experts, geek squad members, and I don't mean that as the Best Buy folks, but I mean, you know, those 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 tech folks, they were paid by the Hillary Clinton team to infiltrate Donald Trump's um, White House and his campaign prior to that, all to create the appearance of a link between the White House, the Trump team, and Vladimir Putin in Russia. This bombshell over the weekend, I really kind of wish it hadn't happened over the weekend. I wish it was being dropped this morning so it would have the requisite impact. But, um, of course, it's not going to have any impact whatsoever on the mainstream media. They ignored it over the weekend, and they're ignoring it right now. They prefer to talk about Snoop Dogg and the Super Bowl uh, more than they would about this extraordinary event, which just proves that the corruption on the part of the Democrat Party in concert with their water carriers in the mainstream media is literally unchecked. There is no depth to which they will not stoop. It's ex- it, it, I hate to be repetitive. It's extraordinary, though. This makes Watergate look like, I don't know, somebody spying through a peephole somewhere. This is so much worse. So much worse. Jim Jordan's going to talk about it with us. He talked about it on Fox News over the weekend. We're going to get into it at 9.35. Then at 10.35, an equally important story, but it's just a lot different, a little bit of a different scale. Uh, we're going to talk with uh, Jonathan Broadbent, 
And we're going to talk with Linda Harvey. They're going to be the two guest presenters at our uh, next CFFS event, our Citizens for Free Speech Ohio webinar. This is just for the Ohio chapter, just for Ohio residents who are going to be a part of this on Wednesday. Uh, They're going to talk to us about the... um, the ongoing danger, quite frankly, for our kids in, in public schools. Jonathan is the North Region Chair of Protect Ohio Children. Linda is the president of Mission America, and they're going to present uh, or give a presentation that's called Transform to Transparency, a Roadmap to Return to Education to America's Schools. Our kids are in a bad way right now because of some very, very bad actors who are in charge of them. In the classrooms, in the principal's offices, in administrative offices, in the school board uh, offices, and uh, quite frankly, all the way up to the top of the Department of Education in the state of Ohio and perhaps federally as well. But uh, it's going to be an extraordinary important program on Wednesday, and I invite you to be a part of it. Just a little teaser here for you before we talk to Jonathan and Linda at 1035. You can go to uh, citizensforfreespeech.org slash Ohio. And you can uh, find the link there to click to register for this webinar that I want you to watch. It'll be a Zoom session that you can watch and ask questions on, not uh, verbally, but we will take your questions in the uh, uh, chat room. And uh, Jonathan and Linda can address those, and I will as well. I'll be hosting it, and Jonathan and Linda will be our presenters. So it's Wednesday at 7.30, and we would love for you to be a part of it. Just go to citizensforfreespeech.org slash Ohio to do that. Now, before we get into the rest of the news and uh, certainly more on this extraordinary event, uh, this finding of the Durham report, which, by the way, is this is not the final findings of the Durham report. He's just digging in. You know, a lot, we made fun. A lot of us made fun, and not, not in a mean-spirited way, but we were just kind of like, does John Durham really exist? Because we keep hearing this Durham report is coming, you know, and six months went by and no Durham report. A year went by, no Durham report. Well, he'll have his report before the 2020 election. No Durham report. Here we are in 2022 now, and we're just starting to say, all right, John Durham really does exist. He really is working, and he's being meticulous, uh, and he's trying to overturn every stone. Uh, and he is, um, he's not going to leave anything you know, to, um, to speculation. He's, he's bringing facts, and only facts, and it takes a long time. So the Durham report uh, kind of being released little by little now, some of the very important information out there that dropped over the weekend. We'll have some thoughts on that for you right after we pledge allegiance to this great country of ours. So patriots, I ask you now, as I do each and every day at the start of our show, to rise. Face a flag if you have one. If you don't, that's okay. Close your eyes and imagine one. Put your hand on your heart and join us. If you are a Brandon voter, if you watched and enjoyed a bunch of thugs who normally sing about killing cops, banging and raping what they call hoes, uh, and shooting and killing people on a regular basis as a part of the street code. If you enjoyed that yesterday, you probably aren't going to be saluting our flag and pledging allegiance to this country. If you think it's okay for Hillary Clinton and the corrupt Democrats to spy on a sitting U.S. president without being in prison, you probably aren't going to want to stand with us anyway. So why don't you go ahead and take your knee next to your favorite ex-quarterback, who, by the way, was trending yesterday. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick was trending yesterday on the social media pages because the Super Bowl was being played, and it was a reminder that Colin Kaepernick was blackballed by the NFL. Otherwise, he would have been in the Super Bowl. The insanity of that, I will not even bother to dig into right now. But you go ahead and take your knee next to him while the rest of us 
uh, while the rest of us will do this. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, 17 minutes after 9 o'clock. Let me get you started with just a little bit of a primer on what was uh, discovered yesterday, what was found yesterday. I want to play for you uh, a little bit of uh, Peter Ducey, Fox News reporter Peter Ducey, who uh, did some terrific coverage of this and explained exactly what the allegations from the Durham report are. This is one of the worst scandals that we've had. Sorry, that's actually Dan Crenshaw. We'll get his reaction to that in a moment. Uh, Here's what Ducey had to say, though. Oh, some of the claims the Clinton team was pushing around the same time on Twitter read like this. Number one, computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert server linking the Trump organization to a Russian-backed, uh, Russian-based bank. And then number two, it's time for Trump to answer serious questions about his ties to Russia. Well, now Trump, the former president, says what Hillary Clinton and the radical left Democrats did with respect to spying on a president of the United States is a far bigger crime than Watergate. This is an insult to the Republican Party, but a far greater insult to our nation. And this story is likely not going away. Absolutely. We have to get to the truth. I mean, this is a threat to our democracy itself. It doesn't matter really which political campaign this is or which political party this is. This is so wrong. I'm going to have to concur with that. Even though we know this would, would you know, <laughs> this would not happen. Um, with the entirety of the Trump campaign conspiring, colluding to infiltrate with technology, technological and digital infiltration of a sitting president, whether it be Hillary Clinton or Joe Brandon or Barack Obama or anybody else, the, the commentator was right. You have to set aside your partisan stripes for a moment. Take take off your partisan blinders. If you're conservative like I am, let's you'd have to admit if a special investigator doing a two and a half year investigation on alleged wrongdoings in a presidential campaign and found that those individuals uh, were not only spying on a presidential campaign illegally, they also were doing it after the campaign and the election were over, and they were doing it. As recently as 2017, that's what uh, uh, they found, what Durham has found. As recently as 2017, meaning they were spying inside the White House on a sitting United States president. You would have to agree it is something that is a genuine threat to this republic. You would, there, there would be no defense of it, and I wouldn't try to defend it. The left is just spinning out of control right now trying to defend it outside of the media world because the media world is not covering it. That, of course, is to be expected. You're not even hearing anything at all about this on CNN or MSNBC or anywhere else, but leftists online are doing everything they can to spin this, calling it, oh, just another Trump conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory? You mean like the Russia collusion hoax? The one that led to the impeachment of a president? who did absolutely nothing wrong after another investigation, which was created specifically to find something wrong. And I'm talking, of course, about the Mueller investigation. That was created to take down the president. They were so butthurt over Donald Trump coming out of nowhere, a non-politician, relying on charisma, personality, and, and showmanship, mostly, 
to defeat the, you know, the heiress in waiting of Barack Obama's throne. It was supposed to be just handed, the scepter was, to Hillary Clinton. He comes out of nowhere and does this, and they're so butthurt about America choosing him over her, they decide we're going to take him down. And so the allegations by Adam Schiff and others, there's evidence in plain sight. We have it. We have it. We know that Russia interfered with this election, and that's why Donald Trump won. There was an alliance between the two, and that's not that, that cannot be allowed. So they commissioned the Mueller report, the Mueller investigation, culminating in the Mueller report, which found that, um, yeah, um, we could find no evidence of collusion whatsoever. No evidence of collusion between Team Trump and the, and the Kremlin. In fact, the only thing that we found was a whole bunch of lies and misinformation being presented by the Democrats. So now here we come to the Durham investigation, investigating... The Democrats, and not just the Democrats, but essentially where this corruption began, uh, where it went, what the origin was, where it went, and what its impact was. Now I'll give you that clip from Dan Crenshaw, who was on Fox this morning, commenting on what we learned over the weekend. This is one of the worst scandals that we've had in our lifetime. Uh, I, I don't think there's any way to dismiss that fact. And it's it's egregious that what Peter Ducci said, which is that nobody is covering this. They'd rather cover, cover Valentine's Day stories. Now, that's not surprising, uh, because, look, a lot of this we've already known, or at least suspected. Now it's looking like we can prove it. So we already knew that the Steele dossier was completely bogus. We already knew that that was part of what they used to get FISA warrants to start the Mueller investigation and waste tens of millions of taxpayer dollars, divide the country, and try to topple a president. We already knew that. It just turns out that it gets even worse than that. So they've, they, so they've, they, they've tried to manufacture two different narratives here. Uh, one we already knew about, again, it was this Alpha Bank conspiracy where, where the Trump organization was, was using this bank as a cutout to communicate with the Russians. All right? that, that turned out to be completely bogus. But now it looks like they had somebody on the inside, somebody who was in charge of the DNS uh, systems, the servers, inside the White House while Trump was president, right. and somebody who could, who could extract data from that and then look through it and try to spin and create, and they were instructed to do this yeah. by Clinton lawyers, instructed to create a narrative that would make it seem at least plausibly, at least to the, to, to the, to the you know, uninterested, well not uninterested, but, but unquestioning media allies that there was indeed a current secret backdoor connection between the White House and Putin. They wanted to create this. Now, here's, here's what I really don't like about this. One of, the, one of the promulgators of this echo chamber was Jake Sullivan. Okay, we have comments from him. We have st- official statements from him laying this narrative out uh, right before the election of 2016. Jake Sullivan is the current national security advisor. That should trouble us. He should be dragged in front of Congress and answer these questions. And he can't claim he doesn't remember, because that's what his claim before Congress has been before. Oh, he doesn't recall. He didn't know who these people worked for. I mean, how could he possibly know? That's nonsense. He's been with Clinton for a long time, and I think his feet need to be held to the fire. All right, that's uh, Dan Crenshaw, Texas congressman, talking this morning on Fox News about uh, this bombshell of a report from the Durham investigation, which is ongoing. It is not completed, but which is ongoing. Um, and a big, big part of that that you just heard is that Jake Sullivan, Sullivan, who was part of Team Clinton, who was one of the lead, um, how do we, uh, what do we want to call him, uh, suspects, I guess, since I think a crime has been committed here. He was one of the loudest voices alleging the ties between Trump and Putin in that election. Uh, he is now sitting 
as a national security advisor for Joe Biden. A man who breached American national security for the president of the United States is now the national security advisor for Joe Biden. He hasn't been punished. He's been promoted. And I would dare say that's one of the reasons he was chosen by Joe Biden, because of the great work that he did in trying to frame Donald Trump. There's so much more on this. Jim Jordan will talk about after the bottom of the hour news. Let's take our time out here and come right back on AM 1420, The Answer. Okay, 927. As I mentioned, uh, Congressman Jim Jordan is going to be joining us uh, after the bottom of the hour. He was on with Fox News uh, over the weekend, and he is uh, he's he's ready to go. If you don't know, I'm going to give you just a, a couple of quick lines from the Durham report. The Durham report, or these allegations, this portion of the Durham report, have been released, and they are online. There are 13 pages, but just a couple of quick lines that you should be aware of. The government's evidence at trial will also establish that among the Internet data, Tech Executive One and his associates exploited uh, uh, was domain name system DNS inter- Internet traffic pertaining to a particular health care provider, Trump Tower, Donald Trump's Central Park West apartment building, and number four, wait for it, the Executive Office of the President of the United States. See, this is where it goes from being a crime to being one of the biggest scandals in history, in political history. It would have been a crime for them to exploit with the domain name system, Internet traffic pertaining to what happened in Trump Tower during the campaign. That's a crime. That's a big crime. As a matter of fact, if one campaign spies on another through digital infiltration, I mean, we're talking prison time here. That's This is not... This is not something to be taken lightly. But now it elevates it to something entirely different when you're talking about spying on, quote, the executive office of the president of the United States. In other words, when they lost the election, the, the Clinton campaign, the Clinton team, when they lost the election, the crimes didn't end there. The attempts to sabotage and frame Donald Trump by making him look like a puppet of Vladimir Putin um, it didn't end there saying, well, we gave it a best shot, but we lost. We'll have to go back to the drawing board. They said, no, no, we can't accept this loss. We have to continue on into his his Oval Office and take him down once he's actually in office. We can't accept this defeat. And the the most simultaneously hilarious and sad part about that is the, rep- the, uh, the understanding that it's the left that continues to call Donald Trump the purveyor of the big lie, saying that he didn't lose in the 2020 election because of all of the election interference and the fraud and everything else that was going on. All of the irregularities, they blame him for not accepting his defeat. Team Clinton and the Democrats didn't just not accept their her defeat in 2016. They went on into 2017 as he was president, trying to continue to frame him to try to drive him out of office, to claim that she should be the legitimate president. Which which is a bigger crime, that or President Trump standing before a crowd of thousands of people outside? Uh, uh, the Capitol in Washington, D.C., telling them to go peacefully and patriotically make their voices heard over this theft of the 2020 election. That or a, an organized campaign to infiltrate with big tech 
uh, tech, you know, tech uh, uh, technicians. I'm trying to think of the word. What do you, what do you call the tech uh, operatives? There you go, the tech operatives to infiltrate the president of the United States uh, computer servers in order to try to create a phony narrative to frame him uh, as being in collusion with Russia. All right, Jim Jordan will join us next. Day in fourteen twenty, the answer. Sleeping masses and stoking the fire of the American dream. Always right with Bob France on AM 1420. The answer. All right, 937 on 214.22. Thanks for being with us. So according to the reports uh, filed by special counsel John Durham, lawyers for Hillary's campaign in 2016 paid a tech firm to infiltrate the servers belonging not just to Trump Tower, host of the Trump campaign in 2016, but but actually much worse than that. Now it looks like they had somebody on the inside, somebody who is in charge of the DNS uh, systems, the servers inside the White House while Trump was president, right. and somebody who could who could extract data from that and then look through it and try to spin and create. And they were instructed to do this yeah. by Clinton lawyers, instructed to create a narrative that would make it seem at least plausibly, at least to the to, to the to the you know uninterested. Well, not uninterested, but but unquestioning media allies that there was indeed a current secret backdoor connection between the White House and Putin. They spied on a sitting United States president. That was reaction given by Congressman Dan Crenshaw from Texas. Let's get reaction from Congressman Jim Jordan from Ohio, the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee, joining us now on AM 1420, The Answer. Mr. Jordan, good morning. How are you, sir? I'm fine, Bob. Good to be with you. Blown away. I'm sitting here blown away. Yeah. The fact that yep. this, by the way, was released over the weekend is 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 quite telling. Uh, it's something that should have been top of the news cycle today, but because it was kind mm-hmm. of buried over the weekend, and everybody's watching Snoop Dogg and Joe Burrow and whatever, um, they they snuck this in there. I don't know exactly why the timing was what the timing was, but what is your reaction to the Durham uh, report that says it wasn't just the Trump campaign team that they spied on? They spied yep. on President. President Donald J. Trump. Sitting president of the United States, it was it is bad enough when you're spying. It's terrible when you're spying on a presidential campaign. But when you turn around and spy on the sitting president of the United States, uh, it's just it's just absolutely as wrong as it gets. Um, but I think it's interesting because uh, you know Trump was right. President Trump said clear back in 2017 they're spying on me. Two years later, the Attorney General of the United States said pl- uh, spying took place, and now we learn in 2022 that yo, oh yeah it was it was spying was going on worse than we thought because it was actually going to the, the, the president of the United States when he was president of the United States. And for me, uh, Bob, the biggest takeaway of all is the, in, the, in the filing it talks about the other lawyer at Perkins Coie, who's Usman, who's been indicted, and the tech executive uh, who, who they spoke to. And that seems to be, clearly seems to be Mark Elias, who's the number one Democrat lawyer out there going after Republican redistricting plans, working in the effort to try to keep my colleague off the ballot in, in, in North Carolina, Mark Elias at Perkins Coie, who helped run the money through them to Fusion GPS, to Christopher Steele to get the dossier together. That guy, that Mark Elias, the Democrats' go-to election guy, was involved in spying on the sitting president of the United States. To me, that is the biggest takeaway of all. 
Yeah, well, that is enormous. There's no question about it, considering who he was and what role he holds. He still does. Um, and, and speaking of that, I've got headlines in front of me right now. It looks like you and other members of Congress today are going to be briefed on the potential invasion of Ukraine by Russia, and that uh, person doing the briefing is National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. Yeah. What I would like to know yeah. is can you believe a word that he's about to tell you about Russia and Ukraine, given the fact that he was one of the most relied upon and loudest and shrill voices alleging collusion between the Trump campaign and uh, uh, Vladimir Putin and the Kremlin during this entire affair. And now he is sitting yeah. there as a national security advisor for Joe Biden. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think the takeaway here is, is, is what we have, we've talked about this before. But so you got Jake Sullivan tweeting out and talking about the very issue he created, right? That their campaign right. created this, this issue. This is the Democrat template because we've talked about this. This is what they did with the school board's issue. They had, they went out and solicited the letter from the school board association so they'd have the pretext to go do what they wanted to do and gin up news and go after moms and dads who were showing up at school board meetings. They did the same thing here. They, they generate this news story. Then they give the news to the, then they give that information to the news media. The news media writes about, it, then they, then they go tweet about it and talk about it. And it's this circular way that they do things to go after their political enemies. And now we know it goes all the way to, the sitting president of the United States that they were spying on. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see what Durham does relative to Jake Sullivan. But but the irony is, at is, is the very day, as you pointed out, Bob, he's briefing uh, the, the leaders in the Congress. Uh, we, we find out that he was involved in this, this charade, this false story that they generated themselves. I caught you on Fox over the weekend. I can't remember which show. I think you were talking to Will uh, Kane, but um, the issue of statute of limitations came up. I don't know if you dug yeah. any more into that or not, but is it a five-year statute of limitations? And if the most recent evidence of their spying on President Donald Trump in the Oval Office was 2017, it's now 2022, are they going to get off scot-free here from a, from a criminal standpoint? Well, the, the, my understanding is there is a five-year statute of limitations, but if it's a conspiracy and then there's further acts in, in, in uh, there's additional acts in furtherance of that conspiracy, then I think the timeline can begin to shift some. So, again, John Durham and his team will know this. They did file the Zussman um, indictment, if you remember, back in, in the fall uh, prior to the, the, a five-year limit, uh, a five-year uh, statute of limitations. So I, but I do think there's some latitude there depending on what actions were taking place may have taken place in furtherance of this conspiracy to create this false story, to create this issue that there was some kind of collusion between Trump and Russia, which we know never existed. Yeah, and and you know it's extraordinary, extraordinarily important. I'm glad Zussman was, uh, you know, was indicted, and and so maybe that one beats the uh, uh, the statute. But but beyond criminal prosecution for these obvious crimes, what other price can be paid if and when the full Durham report is released and all of the evidence points to what we I think we already know, and 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 all of this happened exactly as said or alleged in this uh, in this special report by the. Uh, by uh, Mr. Durham, what price can they pay? What pro- what price? What deterrent well, the old- can happen to stop them or anybody else from doing something like this again? Well, I mean, there's there's obviously one price is 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 election day, and and uh, you know, so that's one of the key reasons why we got to get the truth to the American people. We'll see what Mr. Durham does. He can indict people, and they, obviously, he has with Mr. Danchenko and Mr. Zussman. Who knows if it's coming for other people? Um, you know, hire you know people in the FBI or whatever. We'll have to see, but the, but but there's also the price that happens at, at the ballot box, and I I'm hopeful that there's going to be a, a big win for Republicans 
this uh, this November, and we'll see. And, and also, there's the it's got to be more than know, that, though, it's, sir. It's, if I may, it, it's well, got to be more I than just it. elections because then then it's just talked up to. Hey, we took a shot and we missed. We didn't win the election. But what stops them from taking the shot at such an extraordinary thing again? That's that's what I mean when I say price. No, there's there's got to be a need, deterrent. Factor. There needs to be there needs to be indictments, and and I it, it obviously Durham has indicted two people. We'll see if he indicts more. Uh, as you know, we can't indict anyone in the Congress, and that's that's good because that's that's you know that's what our Constitution's about. There's separate and equal branches of government. The executive branch, the Justice Department, has to do the, uh, do, do, you know, hold people accountable and actually indict people. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. But I do think there's some political ramifications. I mean, it looks more and more like Hillary Clinton's thinking about running. So, are, is, are the American people going to elect someone whose campaign was spying on the sitting president of the United States? I mean, we'll see. But I think she is definitely, based on the actions you see, I don't know how anyone with the brain couldn't interpret that she's looking to potentially run for office. Yeah, which, you know, the Constitution says you have to be at least 35 to run for president. I swear they changed it to 75 now. Uh, because it's, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I mean, honestly, you know, these continued retreads being uh, you know brought out there uh, by the left, including Biden now, obviously, and talking about Hillary. Uh, but that's for another conversation. Let's talk about what's going on now uh, at our northern border rather than our southern border for a change and talk about Canadian police, uh, you know, are, we're clearing the bridge clearing the bridge and arresting truckers and supporters now in order to open the bridge uh, and get uh, their, their commerce flowing again. And they are treating these tr- freedom protesters, these freedom convoy yeah. drivers, like they are Nazis. They're calling them Nazis. They're calling them racist. They're calling them essentially criminals for daring to say we want our freedoms back, not just yeah. against yeah. vaccines and you know mandated medicines being pushed into our veins and whatnot. They're literally try- – is, is Canada a fascist state? Congressman, well, well, I think the uh, the irony here is uh, and, and is is you know suddenly there's this concern about commerce and business and 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 uh, you know supply chain. Well, for goodness sake, for the last year and a half, there wasn't a concern there when you were locking everything down, you were firing people. Now some of these same places that fired people because they weren't vaccinated are trying to bring it back because they. But but there was this whole push that was anti-individual liberty, and they weren't concerned that they were attacking people's rights and they were shutting down business. There was no concern about commerce then, but suddenly now commerce is the most most important thing. Uh, we got to focus on people's individual liberties, and that's what the convoy was all about, um, and it's still going strong. Is, yeah, it's still all Canadian about it. Yeah, they cleared the bridge. Yeah, they, they, they cleared the bridge, but Ottawa is still being occupied, sure essentially, is. by all of those rigs, still you know miles and miles and miles down the road. So it's still going on, and that's a good thing, which leads me to this question, and we talked about it somewhat just you know uh, on an ancillary level before, but should a freedom convoy begin in the United States, whether, you know, because the word is it's going to go literally coast to coast from L.A. all the way to D.C., should something like that happen, Congressman Jordan? What will be the um, viewpoint and the response or the reaction to it from the congressional Republicans? Well, I think I think congressional Republicans uh, support uh, people standing up for their rights and liberties, particularly after, as we've talked about, every single right we enjoy under the First Amendment has been assaulted by the left over the last uh, year. So I think we support that. I, I, I find it interesting, all the names that have been called these truckers. I have not seen one trucker attack a police officer. I've not seen one trucker or, or their family. I've seen kids jumping on trampolines in some of these videos. That I've not seen anyone burning down small businesses, destroying property, throwing things at law enforcement. I've not seen any of that. And yet the mainstream press calls these, these folks all kinds of terrible names. That, and, and yet when, when all those, those kind of bad things were happening in the summer of 2020, they were called peaceful protesters. So it just 
how, how everything gets turned on its head with the left today. The truly peaceful protesters are these are these folks in, in Ottawa who are standing up for individual liberty, and they get attacked by the press when, in fact, we had rioters and looters who were called peaceful protesters in the summer of 2020. That's, that's what drives Americans crazy, drives Canadians, drives people all over the, the world who value and cherish freedom, drives everyone crazy. Yeah, there's no question. We're talking to Congressman Jim Jordan, as we do each and every Monday on AM 1420, The Answer. Your point, by the way, about commerce, they were not uh, concerned about it when they locked everything down, but now suddenly, hey, we can't have protests because it's affecting commerce, is well taken. Having said that, again, one of the reasons I asked what the congressional GOP response would be is because I was telling my listeners on Friday when we talked about, because there was some word that maybe that was going to start yesterday at the Super Bowl in L.A., the trucks were going to start moving east uh, to make this thing happen. And what I said to my listeners then was, and I want your reaction to is, if this happens, the supply lines that are already being compromised are going to be more so. Um, your shelves are going to be emptier than ever, and we're going to be upset, and we're going to say, doggone it, I want my stuff. I need my stuff. And we're going to have to bite the bullet and say, but you know what? Revolutions are not always painless. We are going to have to support this this protest if it happens, this blockade if it happens, because it's the only way we're going to get our freedom back. If we cry and whine and moan and say, hey, we don't have our stuff and we want them to break, um, the government, I apologize because you're part of the government, but the big government, the leftists in government win. Then they can do anything they want to us if we don't stand yeah. firm in support of such protests yeah and 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 never forget and we, and we were just talking about a minute ago but but the ultimate check the ultimate check is election day and we've talked about this number of times four months ago it was it was some moms getting fired up and then more moms and then some dads and then glenn youngkin becomes the governor of a blue state virginia and then it was i always say it was 12 jurors a few weeks after that 12 jurors in kenosha wisconsin who said i don't care what the mob outside is saying we're going to follow truth, facts, and due process, and they reach the right verdict. And now you're seeing truckers in, 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 in Canada, our neighbor to the north, standing up. It, that is how, I mean, that, that's how it works, and people have had it. And I think, I think as this builds over the next several months, you are going to see, and I'm hopeful of this, you're going to see, um, you're going to see a real, a real uh, victory for folks who value the First Amendment, who value freedom. Uh, we're going to see that happen on Election Day. Last question for you, Congressman. It's going to involve two numbers. One is 45%, the other is 7.5%. According to a recent survey, only 45% of Democrats, not Americans, Democrats want Joe Biden to run for re-election. They've seen enough in 13 months. They don't want him back. Yeah. And is that yeah. because of the 7.5%, which, of course, is the 40-year high record year-over-year inflation? Yeah, it's, it, that's a big part of it, but, but you know... We- Tell me what Joe Biden's done right. I mean, there's literally not one single thing you can point to. He said he was going to unite the country. A few minutes after he said that on Inauguration Day a year ago, he walks in and signs 20 executive orders that divide the country. He's record inflation, record crime, record illegal crossings. Uh, no, no, no kind of strength or or vision from the Oval Office when it comes to foreign policy. The debacle that was the exit from Afghanistan. Now what's happening on the borders of of, of Ukraine with tens of thousands of Russian troops there? I mean. There is not one thing they have done. They have done that that you can point to that was positive for the nation. So uh, I'm surprised that there's 45 percent of Democrats that 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 uh, actually think he's doing okay. Because no one, you can go talk to anyone. No one out there thinks that this is the way it's supposed to be in the greatest country ever. So um, yeah, I think I, I think there's no chance that this guy can get reelected. 
Uh, I want President Trump to run, as we've talked about. I think he's going to, and I think he's going to win. And maybe he's going to beat Hillary Clinton. Who knows? She may run again, and, and, and if she does, I think President Trump wins. I did see a statement from him uh, that he said he hopes it is Hillary. He wants to beat her twice, which is just, <laughs> kind of funny. Congressman Jordan, I know you're very busy. you got some very important hearings today as well. Thank you so much for squeezing us in. You bet. You bet, Bob. Take care. You got it. That's Jim Jordan on AM 1420, The Answer. He joins us each and every Monday. It's kind of bizarre. It really is. We're at such a place in our in our nation's history, this present moment, where I get a sitting congressman, the chair, or excuse me, the ranking member of the uh, House Judiciary Committee on, and there's so much going on domestically that I don't even have time to ask him about the threat of war in Eastern Europe, as Vladimir Putin has threatened to invade fully uh, um, Ukraine, and Joe Brandon has issued a direct statement to him warning him not to do so or what is the question or what or what are you going to do joe in between bites of chocolate chip ice cream what are you going to do um because he doesn't know he doesn't know he doesn't have direct diplomatic and economic sanctions he can make and he certainly doesn't want to send our troops into war unless he does Unless he does, how do you take the eyes and the minds of the American people off of the complete and total disaster that your presidency has become because of domestic policies on energy, on taxation, on votes, on, on spending, because of all, because on the border, on inflation? What do you do to take people's minds and, and eyes off of that? You start a war so that we all start chanting USA, USA, USA. Is he going to send 8,000 troops over there to Eastern Europe to deal with that? Lord only knows. And I didn't even have time to ask Jim Jordan about that. That's how, that's how messed up our situation is right now. Always right. Right back. Free people is the truth. Because the truth often poses a threat to power. Always right with Bob France. Truth is the most important value we have. On AM 1420, the answer. Okay, 957. Your reactions welcomed and encouraged, in fact, to uh, what we are now learning from the Durham report. If you uh, heard the conversation with Jim Jordan, you kind of probably have the lay of the land. If you didn't, I may have to share some more information with you as we go. We're guest-free until 1030, so you can dial, and we'll get you up and on the radio. 1035, I do have a couple of great guests, important guests, uh, guests of our um, guest presenters, rather, were of our CFFS um, Ohio webinar on Wednesday. And uh, Jonathan Broadman and Linda Harvey will be with me then. But before then, I want to hear from you about this report. I mean, this this is bigger than Watergate by by a lot. This is this is more dangerous. This is more this is more frightening, in my opinion. If because if heads don't roll, and in particular, if Hillary Clinton and her lawyers who commissioned the crimes by paying tech for a tech firm to infiltrate Trump's servers in the White House and in Trump Tower, if, if they're not put in prison over this, the template will have been established for future attackers of opposing campaigns or even a sitting president. Maybe the next time it'll be a, an important senator or a congressman or somebody else. The template will have been set, and you can get away with it. 
if indeed they are allowed to get away with it. Then get away with get away with it this time. That will be the message going forward. It can't be allowed to be that way. Uh, Mike, you're on AM fourteen twenty. The answer. I might go right ahead. Hey, good morning, Bob. Good morning. Well, what I was, I mean, I, I think that everything that we found out, we already knew. But who's going to do? Who's going to prosecute? You remember Comey when he goes, no, no decent prosecutor would uh, would prosecute Hillary. Yeah. And, and with Garland and the DOJ, the most corrupt DOJ we've had, and even the FBI, Bob. I mean, they're instead of you know knocking on someone's door and presenting a warrant. They want to break him down. I mean, James O'Keefe, they were ready to break his door down. There was a mother in Virginia. Her name, first name is Sharona. I don't remember her last name. She's just a house mother yeah. that is fed up with the PTA. They were ready to break her door down, and they, she said they manhandled her 18-year-old daughter. Yeah, I mean, I when, did, when did the FBI become such uh, gangsters? You know, so who are we going to use to prosecute uh, these people, I, I don't know where we're going to, you know, and I well, just remember Rush Limbaugh saying a long time ago, he goes, I hate to tell you this, and I don't want to spoil anything for you, but no one's going to jail over the Hillary uh, um, emails. Yeah, that was over her and emails, he was right. which, which, is a, which is a little different than this, though, um, for two reasons. Number one, and thank you for the phone call, number one, it was Hillary's emails um, that implicated her and that's why of course she bleach bit them and we all know the story smashed the hard drives with 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 hammers or whatever it is that they used um, that that behavior implicated her that is a little bit different than hiring and paying and apparently if they don't have the paper and the money trail on this Durham I don't think he would have filed and I don't think the indictment would have been handed down this is spying on a current sitting president of the United States. It's more serious than what we had with Clinton's emails. And number two, indictments have already been handed down by Durham. He has that power. Special counsel John Durham can indict. And he has already indicted uh, Michael Sussman, the former lawyer in the Clinton campaign for this, charged with making a false statement to a federal agent and more. Um, so indictments are being handed down. They're going to have to be then passed on to district attorney, or excuse me, federal attorneys, perhaps district attorneys, wherever they may be, in federal courts. Um, and I don't know how the FBI could stop that. Now, could the DOJ stop it? Yeah, I suppose it could. When you have a corrupt attorney general, as we do right now, yeah, I suppose they could. But as of right now, Durham's power is a little bit more than what we had to go on with Hillary and her emails. And I'm going to just be optimistic there. I might be wrong, but I'll be optimistic and hope that I'm right. After all, we are always right. And we'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.